0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchful News. It's Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got some news on what the January 6th committee is digging into. Number two, a look at Representative Adam Schiff's leadership ambitions. And number three, results from primary day. All right, Jake, take it away. We've got some news on what the January 6th committee is digging into.
1: Yes, this is uh, actually uh, big news that we have this morning. The January 6th committee, sources tell us, is in possession of documentary footage of a man who was on a January 5th tour with Barry Loudermilk, the congressman from Georgia, a Republican from Georgia. They have footage of this man outside the capitol on the on january 6th and they also have footage of this man inside the capitol as part of a tour with Loudermilk on january 5th now these tours uh of the capitol um in the day before the day before the january 6th insurrection have been a focus of democrats ever since um uh, ever since quite you know quite frankly january 6th uh there's been some back and forth as to whether um some of these people who are on tours were, were scoping out the Capitol in anticipation of the January 6th insurrection. Um, Now there's no evidence that the police, the Capitol police has suggested that they were not, or they did not appear to be casing the Capitol. Um, But this is an interesting turn of events that the committee has footage of this man who was on a tour. Then the next day outside the Capitol, um, uh, threatening members of congress and um uh screaming uh, as part of that the insurrection now the committee has been in a uh, uh in a debate about what to do with this information um they they have talked about sending a letter to Louder milk they have talked about uh showing the footage publicly um uh, you, or using it in a hearing. We were waiting, we're working on this very late last night, trying to nail down all the details. Um, the select committee uh, declined to comment on on our reporting. Loudermilk has said that um, uh, he said this in response to our questions. The select committee has already accused me of giving reconnaissance doors, which has been verified as false. To my knowledge, No one that visited my office on January 5th was involved in any illegal activity January 6th, so if the committee has evidence, they should release it, not just make accusations. Um, uh, So I, I would imagine at this point in the next day or so um, they will probably release some of this evidence in some way shape or form either uh, in a letter to loudermilk or in a committee hearing uh, the committee is slated to uh, uh, hold its ne- its 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 most um, uh, its next hearing tomorrow on Thursday uh, June 16th uh, there's been a bunch of changes in the committee schedule but it does appear that they're going to ho- they they are scheduled to host a hearing tomorrow so um potentially big news now of course it's going to be very difficult to establish that this man uh who was being given a tour by Loudermilk, was doing it with the express purpose of understanding what the capital you know understanding the 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 uh, layout of the capital but the select committee has a lot of uh investigatory material so um I'll be interested I'll be interested to see where this ends up.
0: Yeah, I think what's different here too is so much of the kind of first part of the hearings and the focus that we've seen so far have really been on Donald Trump and kind of establishing what he knew kind of you know and how he was directing money and how he was directing resources to, you know, kind of perpetuate um, this the false accusations that the 2020 election was stolen, where this, I think, becomes really um, much more obviously focused on Republican members of Congress. Vladimir, very defensive um, in the statement that you can read in Punchbowl News AM about his involvement, about the people that he was giving a tour uh, to. Um, but had, this has been something that Democrats on the committee and off the committee have been questioning for quite a while about what, why were there tours happening in the kind of pandemic era where that had all been really shut down the day before the insurrection? And so certainly um, something that there's a lot of focus. And I think also there's been a lot of mistrust here between Republicans and Democratic lawmakers uh, about, you know, kind of were, were they aiding and abetting uh, some of these, you know, actors that ended up storming the Capitol?
1: Yeah, it's 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 something that um, the committee is undoubtedly going to look into, undoubtedly going to going to make public. Um, And uh, it leads it as you indicated, it leads to some interesting questions.
0: All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. Representative Adam Schiff, Democrat from California, chair of the House Intelligence Committee. Is going to visit districts of more than 10 frontliners and Democratic candidates in June and July, uh, an attempt to continue to build support for a possible leadership run and help keep seats in Democrats' hands. Uh, Jake, this is very interesting to me. uh, As we start to think of possibly uh, a shift in Congress, possibly a post House Democratic, you know, kind of Pelosi leadership world, the Jack King has already clearly begun.
1: Yeah. Schiff has made, uh, we have reported a number of times that Schiff is interested in the top slot in democratic leadership. Um, he is going to 10 districts, as you said, of frontliners and of candidate democratic candidates over this summer. Um, he has been meeting with people trying to discern what, what Democrats want in a post Pelosi world. He's clearly interested, wants to be in the mix. Uh, He's not asking people for support, but he, he's definitely interested in that top job. Now uh, he's one of the top fundraisers in the, in the democratic caucus. So he has that going for him. It's not totally clear to us what his natural constituency would be. Uh, If he could, uh, Uh, if he could, uh, lock up a good chunk of the California delegation, um, uh, it would be it would that would be a huge that would be a huge uh, win for him. It would give him a huge kind of base of support. He's uh, draws from the new Dems and the Congressional Progressive Caucus. But listen, Hakeem Jeffries is clearly the odds on favorite to ne- to be the next party leader. Uh, it's not clear whether uh, Steady Hoyer or Jim Clyburn will take a will take a look at will stick around if Pelosi leaves.
0: You know, what's also not clear to me. Why What? what? What frontliner really wants Adam Schiff to come to their district right now? Is he going to be a help or hurt them when it yeah, comes I... to not maybe maybe fundraising, but in terms of his profile, when you look at where the Democratic Party is and where he kind of leads on this in some of these drill districts that are, you know, on the edge of, of whether Democrats can maintain them. I don't understand. I, 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 it's an interesting political calculation, I would think
1: yeah it, it, that's a very good point um and uh he's a white man in a caucus that's becoming increasingly uh not white and female <laughs> um, so I, I that that is the that is the uh a tough reality for Schiff uh Schiff by the way declined to comment on private conversations he's having his office did not want to comment on his travel schedule um so uh uh it is a. I would say that it is a. It's far from clear whether this will work, but Schiff is the the, the moves are noteworthy.
0: All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Yesterday, it was primary day, and we have a rundown of some interesting takeaways from Tuesday's contests featuring major races in South Carolina and Texas. We've been talking about this South Carolina uh, kind of map and the two key races. Um, Pretty interesting, uh, Tom Rice, the Republican from South Carolina, who, who voted to impeach um, Trump and was willing to kind of go out on a real limb there and campaign on that. Lost, uh, and he lost. He lost big time. The South Carolina Republican was unseated by the Donald Trump endorsed Russell Fry in the seventh district's GOP primary. Man, he got troused. Fry had more than 51% of the vote compared to Rice's 24.5%. Uh, so it wasn't even close. Uh, definitely interesting. But then on the on the flip side of that, Nancy Mace. Easily survived a Trump-backed challenge, Jake.
1: Yeah, Nancy Mace, you know, Nancy Mace did not vote for impeachment. So I'd say I'm actually more interested by Mace winning. Trump went against Mace big time. Mace pulled out, uh, by the way, won pretty handily, won by eight points uh, over Katie Arrington, uh, the Trump-endorsed candidate. Listen, it's very easy to lose in a Republican seat if you voted against, if you voted for impeachment. It's, it's. But the, but I would say Mace's race shows that if you didn't vote for impeachment and Trump is against you, it, it's you could survive. Um, so I, I found that quite interesting. Other other uh, uh, interesting one, other interesting race. Uh, the Republicans flipped. Myra uh, uh, Sorry, Republicans flipped Philemon Vela's seat. Uh, Vela left Congress early to take a job downtown. Myra Flores uh, got big help from Congressional Leadership Fund, won with 51% of the vote compared to Dan Sanchez, a Democrat, got 43%. They have flipped this seat red for the time being. Uh, Democrats did not pour a lot of money into this race, um, and uh, they're going to have to run in a new district, a redistricted district in, in November. Um, so this is a, um, uh, I found this to be extremely interesting, uh, uh, perhaps a sign of of obviously increased Republican prospects, better Republican prospects in the fall, um, uh, a temporary victory for the GOP.
0: All right. And with that, just a reminder, last night I sat down with Senator John Barrasso, the Republican from Wyoming, to talk about news of the day, energy policy, and a lot of other things. Uh, you can check out that conversation at our events hub at punchbowl.news. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at Punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.